Welcome back to the Beast Game Podcast and Black Panther 2 trailer, War for Wakanda, like whatever it's called. Wakanda Forever. The trailer came out at least amongst the Beast Gang. There wasn't a lot of positivity around it. I guess there was a series of photos that came out with Chadwick Boseman, like when he was still alive. And people were like, oh, well, maybe he's doing it for a role. But obviously he was sick. Chadwick Boseman died, which screws up pretty much the structure of Black Panther. There was a movement inside of Disney. It was just like, we're not recasting. Some people saw it as them trying to respect Chadwick Boseman's legacy that no one can ever replace him. Uh And then some of the fan base were like, no, just go ahead and recast it. Like, we'll still respect Chadwick Boseman just recast the role which then turns into what disney would like to give you for the umpteenth thousand time another princess uh yes disney has made their money off of princesses and mice <laughs> and, uh, trend continues with this movie and we'll go directly to keith how did you feel about the black panther 2 trailer i'll admit to getting chills i'm feeling Namor and the, the Atlanteans, I'm feeling that Mayan, Meso-American vibe that they've got going on with that. But no, but like they should have just recast T'Challa. I mean, they really, 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 really should have recast them. Just say, I don't think the movie's going to go anywhere for at least two-thirds of the movie. It's not gonna It'll be, be a drawn-out ode to Chadwick or something like that. I'm just saying not much is going to happen. Final battle with Namor, but Namor... Turns be good, and I think Mike said that Namor might not be the true villain, which I thought he might have mentioned either Doctor Doom or somebody. My biggest problem is that I mentioned this to you guys before is that rivalry between the Wakandans and the Atlanteans is rooted in they just don't fucking like each other. Is you know their beef is just kind of drives a lot of that conflict. It's like two legit rulers who the audience can be sympathetic behind. Arrogant pretty boy rightfully pissed off at like the world and stuff and rightfully has grievances and he takes a hard stance on stuff and then you've got t'challa who is this the leader of the most powerful nation on the planet most advanced technology they battle they go toe-to-toe for that stuff within the comics they would go toe-to-toe and it's what kind of got too too powerful it was either latveria or it was like the atlanteans that would step to him and be like uh no no you know, vice versa. If this Atlanteans Namor threatened to rise up and, and drown some continent, it would be Wakanda would slide in and just tell them like, bro, you do that, we're gonna come at you. That geopolitical tug of war and chess playing that it, an older audience can get behind. A lot of that, like I said, was rooted in the characters themselves. Especially this day and age. There's something about seeing Chadwick in that role. It was something about the child. That role in itself was important. I hate using that word for entertainment, but still. Well, I, I mean, that's what I, we I had brought it. up during the podcast for Black Panther. It meant a lot more. To- I understand what they're doing with this, and I get it. But honestly, like, I think it was an emotional response. They should have taken the moment. Because, I mean, immediately following Chadwick's death, people were like, I'm going to riot if they replace him, if they replace the actor. I can understand you feeling that way. Hold off for a year. Let the sentiment, let the tears dry. I mean, people didn't want James Gunn directing another movie because they thought he was screwed up, makes another Suicide Squad movie, and Uh then comes back and is like, oh, 
James Gunn is awesome again. Exactly. Exactly. And I'm hoping that they're not going to make this decision like final. I'm hoping that they figure some way around the end of that. But just to have T'Challa just be gone and it's just like, the problem is that, I mean, I'll watch it. A part of me is just going to feel down like that moment when Shuri takes the suit or whatever. It's just going to fall flat. And then you also Um, got Riri. I'm not feeling too bad about that. I mean, if she got her chops in Wakanda, it makes more sense. The actual comic book character is that she's just super smart and gifted who finds one of Tony Stark's armor and she modifies it. Her character in the comic book was a little more annoying. Well, I mean, I just see that as stacking a pilot being put into a mainline TV show. Oh, I know something about like the backdoor pilots. Yeah, so obviously Ironheart is going to have his own show. Right. And it's like, oh, well, we're just going to introduce Riri in this, trying to weaponize marketing in order to accomplish the fact that you are not giving people what they want. One of the things I found in this and that I'm noticing with Marvel is that they have whatever playbook they were following the first 10 years up until Endgame. Mm-hmm. Playbook they were following was steeped in a fandom that the creators or that the, the, respect. the, the respect, creativity, and the, basically the fans were making the movies. Now that it has made this much money and that now that they're able to kind of start again, so to speak, it's now time to address the problematic areas. The word problematic. And I want to punch whoever coined that whole that word and stuff that these days, you know, the word problematic. Now is to address certain things that we didn't like. And one of those things is that too many alpha males and on the screen. We need to make it more accessible. My beef is like they can hit two birds with one stone. I mean, the only thing that's missing is if it turns out Sherry's gay. Like, <laughs> well, I mean, again, that's the weaponized marketing that studios do in order to give you the trading card version. And it's like, well, I got the black person. Like, mm-hmm. I trade you two black people. And that's basically what's happening. And it's just like, they're doing it with a lot of movies. Well, how many black people were attached to this? Well, how many minorities or how many uh, people mm-hmm. of color are attached to said project to maximize ESG score, to maximize the fact that someone wants to invest in your company because BlackRock is blackmailing companies into diversity and inclusion. Ticking checkboxes for social media clout and also stock price. That's really all that's there. They don't care about anything else other than star power and money. And what people are tweeting about or showing on TikTok or there's going to be some re-re-dance off of this Black Panther 2 trailer. There's likely going to be a dance sequence. They might be doing an electric slide in it. You never know. (laughs) Oh, my Lord. (laughs) (laughs) No. I'm not hoping. I know it will end at some point. We'll segue into something else. Like I said, what's going to happen is you're going to get Black Panthers. Like, after the world of Wakanda is going to be Black Panther. Everybody in Wakanda will take up the mantle as Black Panther. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, goodness gracious. Equivalent to um, the Marvels. Is it Ragnarok? Yeah. No, no. Y- y'all need to stop hating on that movie, all right? Ragnarok Better than was good. 
You're talking about Ragnar right now, Thor Love and Thunder. Thor Love and Thunder was amazing. Oh, I wasn't talking about that movie. We don't talk about that around these parts. No, I talk about that movie all the time and I loved it. The standpoint of all these movies from this phase and then also Disney overall. Disney... Yeah, they're having a problem. Disney they, has their hands in way too much stuff. They're doing way too many TV projects. I think Disney Plus has started to water down the movies because Disney's just churning out content. They're basically sucking up all the talent in Hollywood, putting them in mediocre movies. You get it on Disney Plus or it comes out in a theater in another six weeks, it's on Disney Plus. At a certain point, it just needs to be... The reason why those first couple phases worked is because there was a concise plan, quote unquote, in game to reach. But I think they have a plan. I just don't think. No, very... they don't have a plan because they screwed up the Blade movie. I told you, like, something's going on about that Blade movie. Like, where's my Blade movie? My Blade movie <laughs> is in production hell. That's where the Blade yeah, movie is. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure what the heck is going I'm on. I'm like, Disney, Disney has churned out movies, mediocre movies. But somehow Blade, Blade can't get done. Why is that? I don't understand. You have the director leaving Blade. The, the script is apparently trash. Has anyone ever heard of that guy? He has done some smaller movies, but he should not be in line for any major movie. Like, really, I mean, Disney has been picking chosen person that does some type of indie film. I mean, Ryan Coogler was an indie director. Well, Ryan Coogler had one film under his belt, I think, right? No, he had also had the Creed movie. So he had maybe a oh, yeah, two yeah, or three. Right. Yeah, yeah, he had the Creed, two he Creed, had Creed in that Steep Valley. Or... And Creed. Yeah, that was depressing as hell. Yeah, but the Blade movie is in a spot where it just shouldn't come out at this point. Because no matter how you approach this, no matter what script doctor you decide to get, the movie is not going to be satisfactory to the point that you already had at least two good Blade movies from pre-Marvel MCU days. Third one's trash. <laughs> Sticky Fingers. The TV show was actually alright. Oh, it ended on a high note, boy. I was like, damn, this is a good damn thing. And I mean, David they were like, canceled. I'm like, yeah. oh my lord, that's not cool. Yeah, so I mean, at this point, that shouldn't come out, but it's like, you can't trust Marvel. I mean, Marvel has benefited off of the current state of Hollywood that box offices have been down, but overall, the MCU stuff has been successful. At this point, they've gotten lazy and just figure that you'll come out to the movie theater to go see Trash, go see Eternals. You'll come out to the movie theater to go see Black Widow, no matter how good it is, because we did it. And you trust us, don't you? Like, no, lost the trust because you keep making these poor decisions. I mean, Mike was praising Kevin Feige. Keith was like, and Feige, we trust. You can't trust this iteration of Disney. That's the problem. Everything pre-Disney Plus is what you love from Marvel. Everything post-Disney Plus is all these mediocre movies. Spider-Man. Even though I don't like the last movie, is that exception. The second Spider-Man movie is what the problem starts to become. That Disney just doesn't have anything to offer you 
other than spectacle, the fact that we garnered your goodwill off of the stuff that we had done before. And it's like, it's not enough any longer. They need to come with the hits. They need to stop with all this BS. I can't even get excited about Black Panther. They screwed up my Blade movie. And anything else that somebody's talking about, whether it be Galactus or Silver Surfer, like whomever it is, I can't get excited about it because I can't trust Disney any longer. So I'm done. I'm like, I'm done with Disney. Cancel Disney Plus. Also cancel the Rings of Power. <laughs> no, that shit was trash. That shit was trash, yo. Cancel Rings of Power. Number one TV show. They are lying through their damn teeth. There's no on way Amazon out. Prime. It's it probably power. is, but I think they missed the boat. They should have done this a long time ago. Well, no, they should have never done this. This is trash. I think it, I had brought trash. up on the podcast that we had done with Keith about Rings of Power and also Game of Thrones. It's that Lord of the Rings was early 2000s, where like a lot of that fancy stuff, you kind of kind of get away with it. You got Harry Potter, you had Lord of the Rings, and that is like those two things really pushed movies. It wasn't just that. Like that 2001 period, it started with in 99 with the Phantom Menace. Basically, this is when geekdom became profitable. The Phantom Menace came out, made all the money in the world even though people hated them they still kept coming out to watch the movies because so then like the phantom menace was first then 2000 you had the matrix dearth of just of stuff that was just steeped in geek culture and they were making a shit ton of money um that's when jj abrams started working in hollywood that's when he started working felicity came out like a couple years beforehand (laughs) and then he started making doing his shows and that's when his pitches start getting listened to. That was the beginning. Somehow it always circles back to J.J. Abrams. It does, though, because J.J. Abrams' protégés are the showrunners behind the Rings of Power. These motherfuckers didn't even get a paycheck from Bad Robot. Somehow they got to make the most expensive TV show in the world, and it's a total shit show. And if you don't uh, like it, you're the problem. And then they see Galadriel fight, and they're like, who is this amazing person? And then it's like, swear to God, it stops and does a close-up shot of this guy saying, that is Galadriel, the commander of the Northern Armies. And it's like, I'm just like, <laughs> oh my fucking God, this is the worst piece of shit. I, I think you cannot make this trash up. Like, this is J.J. Abrams bullshit altogether. I'm like, well, fuck this movie. Kind of going into what I was saying, because we talked about this before, but you kind of went from Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter, kind of to that weird phase where it was like the young adult stuff was really starting to generate. So you kind of go from that to Chronicles of Narnia or things like the golden compass. Like everybody was trying to find that one book that they could make three or four movies off of. And that leads into Uh twilight, which twilight leads into hunger Games. And then Hunger Games ruined everything for like movies moving forward because everyone was looking for that young that adult, young novel adult. That, yeah, that, that, well. that they could make everything had to be like the last book had to be two, three movies. I'm like, no, we don't want that. You had Divergent, Maze Runner, oh, um, the so host. To your point, that, 
That is your point. They are all mortal instruments, mortal engines. <laughs> yeah, mortal instruments. Only one so movie that, came out. What the heck was that one that came out on Disney Plus? That one, uh, Artemis Fowl. Yo, that movie was <laughs> terrible. <laughs> that was some straight trash. Oh, Kenneth Brown needs to stop. Like, he, no more movies. Yeah, but I mean, again, <laughs> kind of relating this back to Disney, that the Marvel stuff has now kind of ruined movies. So you do have the old guards of Hollywood complaining about the superhero movies watering down cinema. Well, they're complaining because they can't get funding for their shit. And, and then they're and saying, I, like, I understand that. I understand that. The actuality is, is that it is happening. I mean, everything can't be Batman, Superman, Spider-Man, and now, I guess, Riri and <laughs> sure. See, it's not that simple. It's it's not that simple. Like you can have movies like Steven Spielberg's got his movie coming out called The Feinbergs, the the Forlorn. Basically, it's an autobiography or whatever. But he's got his movie coming out, and there's a market for that movie. But there are not as many movies. 2021 and 22 you had less movies being released in cinemas than there were in 2017 or 2015. Am I right or wrong? Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, particularly a later half of 2020, it wasn't Jack anything coming out. So they had plenty of time to release their movies. Like, you you can put out all your movies in the world. I mean, anyone's fault that they're not going to go watch it, that's your goddamn fault. Figure some reason how to get them into the damn movie theaters. But just because the trend is going towards, I mean, because people were saying the same thing about Star Wars type films. Only those big sci-fi space movies are making money now. So yeah, no one wants to watch our crime dramas. I, you know, it's like somebody bitching because buddy cop movies aren't making money anymore. Yeah, I, it's well, I mean, it things follow trends. I mean, particularly with TV shows, every now and then you'll have the cop show wave, and then you'll have the investigator show wave, and then you'll the procedurals, have procedurals, yeah, comedy stuff. Trend right now has been going on since 2008, really. Or actually 2005, I would probably put Batman Begins. Yeah, we can make money off this comic book stuff and make it serious and make people care about it. And it's not just the the fans of those things that we can also bring other people in, which then just becomes the MCU. Let's just wrap this up. So, I mean, a couple of different things. Again, getting back to Black Panther. Yeah, I'll see the movie, but I'm not excited about it. Matt, are you excited about Black Panther? Yes or no? No. Okay. Keith, Black Panther. One more. Uh, not really. I, uh, I'll watch the food with this, but expecting it, a headache from rolling my eyes at all the crap. I mean, I, I'm just not excited for that shit. I mean, maybe, maybe it'll surprise me. Maybe, maybe it'll surprise me. Maybe they'll have um, Denai as uh, Lupita's character. Like that, that'd be a good twist. You knew where this was going. You knew, yeah, like, I, I we, know, had, I knew exactly we had said it. It was like, yo, they're probably gonna make sure you black man. Like, nah, dude, that's a bad idea. Yeah. That's a bad idea. No, they should not do that. Guess what? Disney wants to bring you more princesses. All princesses man, all the time. She's literally like against all that stuff. I mean, she like, is a supporting character in a movie. Like, she is like, anti-vaccination i i don't like that i i i, I hate the vax COVID is bullshit Jeez, he the podcast ban but uh 
But all right, so read the pile of trash. <laughs> yeah, trash. It's it's utter garbage. And how's Game of Thrones going to House of Dragons or House of Dragon? That shit is fucking awesome, you know. I'm still behind a couple episodes. They are doing a lot of time skips. And I haven't seen the latest episode with the new cast because uh, they're kind of doing it like like the crown. Well, it's just like because it, it'll take place 10 years so later. So it's more kind of like an anthology thing that they're just jumping around in periods of time. And then next season will be an entirely different. Oh, that's the thing. I don't know. Like, because this period. is supposed to take place during a period of time called the Dance of Dragons. And it's supposed to be fucked up. Like, from what I remember from the... Um, appendices and lore i didn't know that the show was going to be about the, that period i just figured it was like about the targaryens but it's about these that fucked up period and it's pretty fucking brutal dragons dying all kinds of shit fucked up it's gonna be rough kids getting killed like set fire in the street it gets rough they're not shirking from any of that shit like the last episode i saw dude got his face bashed in just got a skull bashed in and then to the point where he, they were literally showing it and showing just punching this weird latex mold of someone's face and he was just punching his face straight through the damn thing i was like damn that show is going great uh, it's c- concise well acted well plotted well paced doesn't have to have it's not overly relying on special effects or like MacGuffins or mystery boxes it's on a straightforward story and you're like shit and well acted and well done um rings of power yeah it's straight trash like all the all the detractors are speaking truth it, it's trash all right. Well, you have it from Keith. Watch House of Dragons and ride off in the sunset on a glistening dragon. <laughs> uh, but all right, Beast Game Pocket. All right.